Welcome to Tropeful, a weekly look at how trope influences our understanding of our texts. I'm Cantor David Reinwald. This week, believe it or not, for the very first time this year, we are taking a look at the tropeful perspective on a Haftarah text. And I really believe this is one of the greatest examples of the connection between poetry and trope found in the setting of the first 10 verses of Isaiah chapter 54. This is the Haftarah for this week's portion, Parashat Kitetse. It is funny that I have not yet looked at the Haftarah from the standpoint of the trope, as Haftarah trope is so melodic, much more so than the nature of Torah trope. Torah trope fits the narrative nature of most of the text. Its melody is very much a chant, oftentimes a bit choppy in nature, whereas the Haftarah trope is its smooth counterpart, often connecting to the poetic nature of Haftarot. And its nature of having more notes per word allows it to flow with better musicality and has always been a favorite melody of mine. This week's Haftarah is a special one for numerous reasons. First, it is the fifth of a series of special Haftarot known as the Haftarot of Consolation. These are seven Haftarot lined up all the way from Tisha B'Av until we reach Rosh Hashanah, which all come from the latter section of the book of Isaiah, and they are read in consecutive fashion week to week. Interestingly enough, this Haftarah also will appear again in the fall when we get to Parashat Noach, although there it's a bit longer. This week we only see the first ten verses of the chapter, and it is perhaps because of its two appearances not far off from each other that this Haftarah has made quite an impression on me personally over the years. I would say it's one that I know really well. But as you look deeper at it, you will see that it is incredibly poetic in its organization and structure, and I have found that the trope follows exactly in this fashion. This week's Haftarah is perhaps one of the best examples of how the phrasing of text and the use of trope can go hand in hand, and it explains why the use of trope would remain such an important traditional tool in interpreting and, best yet, helping one to remember a text. The verses of this Haftarah feel square and balanced. The poetic structure of each verse often has balanced the number of words in a phrase with those that follow, or so to speak, echo it. Our first verse has a phrase of four words, followed by an echoing phrase of four. It then ends with a phrase of four words, which are chanted as two tropes hyphenating, hyphenating each of the two words, as we often see in a text, and then it ends with a final phrase of four. So the verse literally is four words times four words. It's a square phrase. Listen. Roni akaralo yalada the second verse has an interesting pattern as well. We have three words, then two word phrases which continue for the entirety of the rest of the phrase. Again, it feels fairly balanced, and it sounds like this. 
הרחיבי מקום אוהלך, ויריעות משכנותייך, יטו אל תחסוכי, האריכי מתרייך, ותדותייך Our third verse is once again a perfect square. Three phrases, each of three words apiece. The chanting of this Haftaraz, you see, is about a constant rhythm. And while that rhythm varies verse to verse, it keeps the momentum of the portion moving forward. By the fourth verse, we see two phrases of five words. And we feel that pulse. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Followed by a verse of four. One, two, three, four. And then back to the familiar ending of a verse of five. Feel the rhythm of the verse as a whole. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. It sounds like this in the Hebrew. Al-tir-i-hi ki-lo-te-vo-shi Ve-al-til-kal-mi ki-lo-tach-pi-ri Ki-hi-hi-vo-shet-al-um-ma-hi-k-tish-kah-hi וחרפת על מנותייך לא תזכרי עוד. And that rhythm is made by the number of words in the phrase, not by the number of tropes, but the trope carries that momentum forward in the music. We see this happen again in many of the verses which fill out this Haftarah, and it makes this Haftarah such a delight to listen to because there is a musical weight to it that engages you both rhythmically and melodically as the text is being presented. And while many of us don't have the skills to translate the challenging and verbose Hebrew poetry at hand here, we can feel the connection between the words and the phrases as they continually build. This is why I believe that this is one of the best examples of how language and the art of trope work with each other in this beautiful symbiotic relationship. I encourage you to look at this portion further to find more elements of this constant rhythm and then to infuse that rhythm into your chanting this week or later in the fall when this portion returns. I would particularly suggest that you look at verses 5, 6, or 7 in this portion where you'll find that the patterns are evident and I hope they excite you when you find them in all of their beautiful and balanced simplicity. And because I haven't yet delved deeply into the tropeful patterns of Haftarah, this might be a great place for us to go with the podcast as we enter our new year of 5778. Feel free to leave a comment on the podcast page at tropeful.net or on Facebook or Twitter to let me know what you think of, of this week's exploration and where you think Tropeful should go in the future. And before I go, a short plug that I will be doing a live musical performance tomorrow, Thursday, August 31st at 
8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the Harmony in Unison Facebook group. And all you have to do is join the group, search for Harmony in Unison, or I have placed the link for the group also on the Tropeful website at tropeful.net and in the episode description if you are listening on one of the podcast apps. The performance will be archived also if you happen to be listening to this after the fact. I hope you can join me over there as well. Thanks for tuning in again this week, and until next time, be tropeful.